1: The girls the party. Let's get back to crazy Jimmy. Big up, myself, and
2: as the, one and only, the Turkish MC. Always Hello, 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 hello. What's up everybody? Welcome to the Jimmy Star show with Ron Russell, bringing you the good times in music, fashion, pop, culture, and entertainment. Ron's not here yet, so we'll introduce him in a minute. He's running behind and so we'll start off with introducing our our man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. What's up, Chad? What's going on, Jimmy Starr? Of
3: course, Ron Russell's tardy once again, huh? Mm.
2: He absolutely is. We've had such a busy week, and we're doing, like, remodeling of our kitchen. And besides that, we went to two red carpet premieres, and we've just been freaking busy, dude. It's been running around a while, and he has no idea that he's late, I'm sure. But he didn't get into the shower till like, 20 to 12, so I'm sure he'll be here any minute. In the meantime... It's me! You got Jimmy Starr! Yay! Hello! What's up, everybody? We got a chat room full of people. B. Claudia from Germany is here. We have, uh, uh, let's see, Jimmy B. Claudia. We have Illy Roos from uh, Estonia. And we have Tristan from Australia. And the thing's going by too fast. I can't see everybody. What's up, everybody? I hope everybody's doing well. We got a great show for you today. We have former Playmate model turned actress. Suzanne Stokes coming on, and then we have acting coach, teacher, and actor Barry Pappett coming on. Both are friends of Thomas Churchill, our director friend who we hung out with this weekend, and it was a lot of fun. Uh, the weather here is beautiful. It's only going to be like, like, like 100 today. <laughs> What's the weather like, Chad, in Florida?
3: Ah, it's probably Well, actually, it was nice this morning. We did have blue skies and white fluffy clouds, but now, of course, like I said every week on your show, them gray clouds are starting to roll in, and we do have a chance of thunderstorms coming.
2: It's like an afternoon
3: thing, right? Yeah, it's usually a summer 3 to 3.30 thing here in Wellington. We get the old dark clouds and the rain. I mean, rain's a good thing. You know, it waters the ground, keeps stuff clean, and gives us flowers and stuff, but uh, it's, it can get old.
2: It's nice to not have it all the time, though. We don't hardly ever get it. I think it rains here like three times a year. I think it's rained two times here and for like ten minutes. It never rains
3: it. in California. I guess never rains out there well, in Well, never Springs in the desert either. in California. Yeah, we had lightning, though.
2: There. We had a beautiful lightning show the other night that was amazing of all the lightning, but it didn't rain.
3: Yeah, the desert, I hear, gets a lot of beautiful lightning storms at night and stuff like that.
2: It really does, yes, absolutely. And Ron is just walking in the door. Which he'll be coming in any minute, everybody. And uh, hello, everybody else. Wow,
3: here I am. What do he, you want for he was blending into the couch.
4: Yes, he's blending I into didn't the have couch. My mic. Up. I told him, what do you want for nothing, me to be on time? Pay me, I'll be on time. Really? Anyway, it's a mess here. I told him, what do you redo in the kitchen? The kitchen, and we to- it's a mess. I had to scrape glue off the floor. Blue? Laying there like I had a stroke. If anybody walked in, they thought I was dead. Laying on the floor, scratching the glue off the wooden floor. It was <laughs> what amazing. A mess. You know, it's nice to be super rich. You get in your airplane and you fly to Paris. You have lunch with a very big friend. While that's happening, they're ripping your kitchen apart and making it magnificent. And then you fly home from Paris. There you are. It's gorgeous. And you have a cocktail party. That's such a bullshit life. My life is rough.
2: Yeah, he's got it really rough. <laughs> let me put my earphones in so I could hear. He's got it really rough, Chad. <laughs> Looks
3: like it's really rough on him.
2: Mm-hmm. I know. I mean, it's true that we don't get to go fly to Europe and let somebody else fix the kitchen. But oh, well, what are you going to do? First here. of all, if he had anybody here, and anytime anybody comes here to do anything, he has a heart attack that anybody's in his house. So, so stop complaining. So that's right. So it's like a, well, l- it's a lose do,
4: lose. You know, they do a shitty job today. Years ago, we had craftsmen, mostly Italian and German people that were artists i mean they came in they did work that was man- magnificent and neat and clean and perfect today the people come in they fix this with a two by four they make a hole in the other wall i mean then they leave it they say it's not my, <laughs> not my fault oh i didn't shave they leave the hole prepared.
2: there for like three weeks you can change
4: when we play music hey goddess goddess is in the but, but, chair right, finished. Okay. Don't, don't rush me today mm. i just got my script for the movie I'm making in a couple of weeks, maybe a week or two. I play a Las Vegas minister who marries people. Now, kids, can I run with that one? I'm going to be so friggin' outrageous in it that it's gonna be my comedy debut of marrying people in a Las Vegas, those cheesy, horrible, dumpy joints that people get married in. It's a horror comedy. It's a horror comedy. Can I say the name? Uh, No. I can't tell you the name. Do you know the name? Yeah, I do know the name, but oh. I'm not going to say no, it. No, I don't say it. I don't, you know, this is bullshit in the business. Years ago when you were making a movie, you told the world. Today it's don't mention it, don't say a word.
2: Well, to you me. haven't signed the contracts, and so like if you don't get it, then there's a problem. Yeah, well, I
4: don't care. Of course I'm getting <laughs> it. They wrote the frigging thing for me, especially with my style. I, I play a gay minister, <laughs> maybe a suspicious gay minister. They're not quite sure which ball team I play for. That's one of the lines in it.
3: How many, se- how many scenes they give you? What? How many scenes do they give you?
4: A lot. I got like 58 lines. Really? Yeah. I got, cool. I mean, He's it's like a major a character. Right on. Yeah. I'm marrying a, a... I can't tell you the story, but it's really... I love it. <clears throat> you know, my first film out since that croke movie I made a couple of years ago. That was a winner. Well, <laughs> this one's going to be a winner because... Wait exactly. Let's, let's, let's Sorry, that. <laughs> that was funny. Though <laughs> this one is going to be good. All right, I'm I'm going to post my work in Croker on Facebook so everybody can see that I did a fine, fine performance as a tough Brooklyn cop. You did good. Yeah, which is easy. He was good in it. Just everybody else sucked. But we know why. Nobody was an actor. Everybody was – he picked him in the street. Hi, you want to give him my film? And you can't do that because it was difficult for me when they weren't feeding me energy lines or or doing what they were supposed to do. It was very difficult for me to work it. So I had to sort of improvise it and rewrite the whole film. (laughs) Anyway, this film is great. Sadie Katz has written it. What's his name? The other guy who's fabulous. Min Collins. Ming Collins, who's outrageously great. And it's getting distributed by Lionsgate. And Lionsgate is distributing it, so it's They're not good. a crappy, junky film. It's a really good, good film. I read this script, and i got to tell you, I wish it could be out by Halloween, because it is the movie to watch Halloween evening. Clowns, they scare the hell out of me. And these clowns will scare the hell out of you. So we'll have to wait until the movie is done, and then we'll review it. You're getting all kinds of congratulations
2: in the chat room, and one of the people in the chat room is Church. What's up? Thomas Churchill, you guys, our friend who's a director, actor, producer, writer. Badass. And, and we went to go see a clown movie with him this weekend called Clown Motel, a horror
4: movie premiere, red carpet premiere in L.A. And I wish Churchill would let me say I'm in Churchill's movie, too, that we're shooting in January, another movie. But I don't know if I'm allowed. No, to, you're not allowed to, to I, say My anything. God, I got all these titles I can't say. But anyway, I've got like four films coming up. So it should launch my career again, which says at 78 years old, you're as good as brand new and you could work. So those of you out there who say, "Oh, I'm so old, I'll never make it," baloney. You'll always make it if you have talent. There you go. And chutzpah, you gotta want to go and do. They it, all say do, they don't do look it. at clown movies. Clown movies.
2: This is going to be a comedy clown movie. You guys are going to love it. It stars Sadie Katz. It's a spoof. Everybody loves Sadie it's Katz. It's a
4: spoof on the on the uh, clown movies that really stink. It's going to be great. It's mm-hmm. going to be fun. I think so. We'll see.
2: Anyway, hope everybody's doing well, and everybody in the chat room, thanks for tuning in. Um. All is good, all is fun, and Church. We're happy to see you here, you guys, and our two guests today, Suzanne Stokes and Barry Papak, were both referred to uh, the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell by Thomas Churchill. He's tuning in to hear about his friends, and he's going to love it because they're going to be great. Who's Thomas
4: Churchill? Ha ha ha! <laughs> <laughs> hey Tommy, when you going to come out? You got to come and visit. <laughs> I got to make you your clams again, your, your your linguine and clam sauce, but small portions. <laughs> <laughs> i'm on a diet now because you know you photograph fat so i have to lose 10 or 15 pounds before we shoot because i didn't want to say oh my god look at that fat old man full of wrinkles what the hell is he doing up there anyway. that's funny i love it um okay
2: so i'm writing in so we went to two red carpets you guys we only got five minutes and we got to call our guest but we went to see clown motel saturday night in la and it was uh Ah, uh, Thomas Churchill and Ron and I—we had a good time. We met Alyssa Dally. We
4: met, I had a great time. <laughs> uh,
2: Ron was having a very good time, and it was uh, not the same kind of crowd that we had when we went to the Betrayed premiere at the Grauman's Chinese Theater. Um, everybody was like tattoos and spears and. And, uh, like, platform shoes, I and ho- Ron had a blast.
4: I hooked up with all the pornographic people, the girls and boys <laughs> that made porno films. Guy sitting next to me, I said, oh, you're in porno films? He said, yes, and my wife is also. And his wife was this gorgeous, white, blonde, sexy tomato. And I said, oh, that's nice. And I thought to myself, oh, well, at least, you know, he's not gay. He's not going to grab me, which I wish. But, and then he said, but I'm bisexual, so I moved the seat over. <laughs> I'm married. I don't play around. He was young and handsome and cute. You know, those porno guys are hung. So it was everything inviting. But I said, no, no, no. You behave, Ron. You behave. Go one seat over.
2: Well, Clown Motel was pretty good for an indie film. It was pretty good for an indie film. And uh, it takes place in Clown Motel, which is an actual haunted hotel. In, where is it? In Las Vegas? Arizona. In Arizona. Somewhere. I forgot. Somewhere in Look Arizona. it up. Google it up. But it's a real haunted place. And they actually stayed there when they filmed it. And some of the actors in it were really, really good. And it had a few actors everybody knows. Harry Lehman from uh, Friday the 13th and uh, Tony Moran from Halloween. And let's see.
4: Well, my, my review on it was it's the same old, same old. You know, like 11 people go somewhere, one by one they get killed, whose head comes off, whose tits come off, whose arm comes off, whose leg comes off, whose dick comes off. They all get killed little by little. The only difference on this one was one of the pig clowns, he was a pig, big fat guy, pig with a pig nose, screwed one of the guys (laughs) to death. He butt banged him and killed him. Now, was I happy with that? Not exactly, because I thought it was kind of. No, he didn't kill him, though. He was dead dear. He wasn't alive.
2: No, they brought him out in a wheelchair and that's when they killed him. Oh
4: they yeah, well he banged him and then they put him in a wheelchair. He
2: banged him and then they changed it to look like it was he was having sex with a piece of ham. <laughs> it was
4: hilarious. <laughs> I mean whoever wrote that really, <laughs> really and truly. But anyway, I mean I thought um, well,
2: Churchill liked the lady with the torpedo boobs too.
4: Oh, torpedo. She owns tits? the
2: biggest she owned like the biggest porn shop and sex shop in the world in the United States or she something. She had
4: gigantic knockers out there in a push-up leather thing that they were almost nipples showing. And I took a picture with my head on like almost in between them. And the caption was, Oh god, if these babies explode, I'm dead. <laughs> and then the other one was where she's standing there with her boobs sticking out like bombs. like bombs, And I wrote, If a guy tries to grab these, I yell, fire one, fire two. And then he's dead. My torpedoes will get Chad, him.
2: Chad, it was hilarious. She was sitting three rows in front of us. And when she sat down,
4: she couldn't see over her boobs. Like Because she- the corset pushed her tits <laughs> up, up to her chin. So now her, her <clears throat> chin is between her cleavage. It was a riot. Those girls were fabulous. And I love them. Let me tell you, porno people are so cool because they're so open-minded. They don't uh, have any they're kind of... They're not judgmental. They nah, don't have hang-ups. they have no kind of hang-ups, no kind of anything. You know, they have sex with anything that moves. And they're happy about it, and I like them. Those girls were really sweet. Matter of fact, some of them, I think, two or three of them, Facebooked me. So now we're buddies on Facebook, which I'm glad you because like you know, to be a snob, uh, everybody in film, F I L M, it's called film, is my friend. I don't care what kind of film, but if you're in film, you're my friend. Also, you
2: guys, were trying to build, a, Churchill and I are trying to build our Instagram, so please go on to Instagram and follow Thomas J. Churchill, and I'm Dr. Jimmy Starr. Ron's on there, too, but he doesn't go on it very often, but he's Ron Russell's show. And, too many uh,
4: people. I got to like this one, yes, that one, no, <laughs> well, this one. I mean, man, too, much, too much work. You can
2: see, though, all the great, cool, fun things we get to do, so follow us all on Instagram. Chad, are you on Instagram? Wait, I didn't get in there.
4: <coughs> okay. You didn't invite me into that bullshit. I interviewed... Like, oh, we're going to tell him that into the break in between the two people because we're running out of time. Oh, my tick director tock, just informed me. Tock. I have to shave anyway. Look how horrible I look with a white beard. I look like an old goat. No, Father you don't. the time. the time.
2: So here's what we're going to do. We're going to try and get our first guest on the line. Chad, does she look like <laughs> she's on the line? Um, where are you? Where are you? Where are you? Yes. Um, Okay, so here's what we're going to do, everybody. We're going to play some music. While we're Mm. playing some music, we're going to get our first guest, the lovely and talented Suzanne Stokes, on the line. And uh, here's what we're going to play. We're going to play Gabe Lopez featuring Belinda Carlisle, the brand-new single. It's called California Blues. Enjoy, everybody, and we'll be back in a minute.
1: And I get lost with you, I'm found Oh, And we take on the neighborhood The better and good of Hollywood Oh, And the girls and demons collide At the sunset door They can change the stars in your eyes When I look into
5: your
3: There you go.
2: Hey, what's up, everybody? So that was Gabe Lopez featuring Belinda Carlisle from the Go Go's, and the name of the song was "California Blues." Now we have our first guest on the line. I want to make sure everybody can hear Suzanne. Just say something. Hi. Hey, there we go. We can hear. All right. Now we're going to do a formal introduction. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, the incredibly talented and gorgeous Suzanne Stokes. Hello, and welcome to the show. Hi. What's going we- on, guys? Let me Thanks introduce for you. Me. I'm gonna introduce you, starting off with my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell.
4: If you marry me, I promise I will never go to bed with a man again. <laughs> and I will be faithful to you forever. <laughs>
0: <laughs> because you you us like get married. You,
4: you could turn <laughs> a gay man it. you could turn a gay man straight. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, look at you. You're so ugly. <laughs> yeah. And fat, yeah, right. Take me to the chapel, and, baby. And flat chested. She said, "Take me to the chapel, baby." Oh, <laughs> are you the girl? Are you the girl we're interviewing that's in Playboy magazine? uh yes. Oh uh, my God! What issue? It was
0: uh, in February.
4: And, and it was February two thousand. And, and did you show? Uh, you don't, don't play, look like. On, did you show all? Oh. Yes. 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 <laughs> every every. all oh, you horny guys out there. Go, Go my, get February back 2000. <laughs> Churchill's going to be on the head of the line. <laughs> Actually,
2: yeah. say hi. T- Churchill's in the chat room. Say hi to Churchill. Hi,
0: Churchill.
4: What's yeah. up? There? Churchill, don't you think she should be in one oh, yeah. He's, He might be putting her in one, maybe. Yeah, put her in I a movie. I want to be in the same movie. <laughs> anyway, we have... Wait, we, wait, wait. I want to play her father who who was a pedophile. Yeah, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible.
2: All right, so so uh, Suzanne, we gotta say hi to our man behind the boards, Mr. Chad hi. Murphy. Hello, Suzanne, the one and only Suzanne Stokes. Welcome. Hello,
0: how are you?
3: Doing
2: good. Now, Ch- Can I see your face? Chad, Chad, Chad. Nope. And then we got a chat room full of people. So <laughs> say hi to everybody in the chat room. And literally, we have like every country represented. So say hey to everybody in the chat room. Hi, guys. There you how
4: go. You? you gotta like love it. Now, Chad, the truth. Do you have eye strain? <laughs> she's, she's getting my eyes a little bit. Yeah. She's a beauty. Yeah. She's a beauty. Is she not gorgeous? So, she, first of all. Wait, she's prettier than a Bobby doll. Bobby doll should look as good as it. I
2: a, don't even understand how you could have been in Playboy in 2000, which was 18 years ago. And you don't yeah. look like you're over 18 now. So oh, wow. Good skin. That's good.
4: Yeah. That's awesome. You got to, like, love it. I love it. Where, where are you from? I hear an accent So I'm from the
0: Everglades.
2: Florida South Florida like near Miami Naples There's an accent there well, town. You know I'm actually cuz I'm from Florida I grew up in West Palm Beach I was born in Miami oh. I grew up in West Palm Beach I went to high school in in Jacksonville and college in Gainesville and when I was young I played tennis and my tennis doubles partner lived in the Everglades in Cluiston Oh, really, and I would spend all summer like oh. in Clewston
4: and we would travel Jimmy, all Jimmy, over. Jimmy, Jimmy, nobody wants to hear that. Yes, they do. <laughs> they all want to hear her. They're not interested in you and your tennis partner. And the fact that you I know, grew but up I'm from the same place that in she's the from. Fucking Everglades? So. No, listen, let's hear about you, sweetheart guy. Who's in your life? Any man, woman, anybody? Oh, uh, well, you know, no, uh, nobody. I'm
0: just working on myself right now, I think, more so than anything. Um, what kind of guy yeah. do
4: you? What kind of guy do you like? Like six foot, gray hair, older? Oh, yes. <laughs> exactly.
2: Big bank, big bang book. <laughs> big Wait, bang where book. are you calling from? Where are we actually talking? Are you in L.A.? I'm in L.A. Mm-hmm. Okay, I love it.
0: Hollywood. She's-
2: there you go. So no. let me tell you. Let me tell everybody who's like listening a little bit about you. So you were Miss Miss Hawaiian Tropic U.S. in 1999. Then you were oh. Miss Photogenic at the international final of Miss Hawaiian Tropic, which I'm sure helped get the Playboy uh, thing going. You've been yeah. featured on the cover of Dub Magazine. You've been in Maxim, FHM, People, Skinny Mag, Muscle and Fitness, Muscle Mag. Uh, w yeah. Miami Men's Magazine, and now you're kind of like turning into an actress, and you got a bunch of films you're just recently working on. And you're on you the go. Jimmy Star Show, and now you're Ron on the Russell. Jimmy Star
4: Show with Ron Yay. Russell. <laughs> that really makes you a proud. Yes, absolutely, we yeah. love it. Now listen to me, darling. You're so beautiful. You're going to be misunderstood because the, the 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 visible is so blinding. Are you really an actress? Are you good? Or are you just bullshit?
0: Well, I guess that's for you to find out. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I would like to be good.
4: I don't know I yet. Mean, I mean, <laughs> let's face it. You're limited. You can't play a nun. You can't play somebody's mother. You can't play You can't play a secretary. You cannot play a sales girl at Macy's. Yes, she could. No, she can't because it doesn't go. I, I mean, no- naughty
0: secretary.
4: Did you? <laughs> <laughs> Did you? Did you-, Did you-, Did you- did you hear what she yeah, but said? that was fantastic. Wait, did you ever see a mm-hmm. any sales girl in any of the department stores that looked like this? I wish I would have. I, I would have been shopping so. there every day.
0: Usually old ladies I could tone it down. Uh,
4: <laughs> they're old ladies with piano legs, you know, and in, insensible in shoes. They're not like you. So you you're limited to playing the bad girl, the girl who takes the husband away from the wife, the other woman, the kept woman. No, she's playing a spy in the movie she's in now. <laughs> Oh come on! She's too obvious to be a spy. No, she's not. She could never sneak around places as a spy. (laughs) Yeah,
2: like James Bond is like the good-looking spy. She's like the good-looking female spy. Even even
4: if you put her in a black turtleneck jumpsuit, she still can't get around town. (laughs) I mean, number one, if she has to squeeze between two buildings to go up a staircase or a ladder, she ain't going to squeeze through with those things. They're going to get caught. Wait, wait. She plays. What do you play? You play a spy in
2: Justice for All, right? Right. Yes. I love it. I love it. So, also, you. I have another story, and I don't care if Ron doesn't think people like it or not. So, you're in a Benny Benassi video. Uh yes. Um. So, was
4: the when I was in, Oh, here we go. when video. I was
2: when I was in Miami at the Dance Star USA Awards, Benny Benassi won an <laughs> award, and at the end of the awards, I walked the red carpet with him, and at the end of the oh. awards show. He didn't have a ride. He was standing on a street corner holding this big three-foot award that he won, and he was standing there. And so Ozzy and I, my friend Ozzy, who you might even know in in Hollywood, we picked him up and drove him to his hotel and, like, hung out with him. But, like, he's a superstar, you know. He's such a big thing. So I was so excited when I saw that you were in his video. Don't do that. I don't do that when you do stupid shit. Oh, excuse me. That's not nice. It
0: was the Playboy version of it. (laughs) That's
2: okay. That's okay if it's the Playboy version of it. That's fine. (laughs) Right. Um, you yeah. gotta like it anyway. You can get it because you were in yes, Playboy. Actually pretty
0: interesting.
2: And look at all, a lot of the films you were in. You have a, a film called The Sex Trip, and another another one called Dead Sexy, where a, a paranormal force makes makes the girl leads not need the opposite sex. I mean, a lot of things that you're in, like kind of like has that whole sex thing going on.
4: I... Well, look, look at it. What, what do you when yes. you look at it? What do you think of Chop Liver? I mean, you look at. <laughs> What do you think of? I'm gay and I know what I think of. Straight guys right now are wackadoo, 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 doo, doo. And the gay women out there are plugging their vibrators in screaming from you. So she is a sexy woman. You represent every fantasy of every human being. Men want to make love to you and women want to make love to you. Let's cut the shit she's not exactly like a, a prudish looking broad she represents i bet she is though because probably, always the really hot ones yeah, are kind of Yeah, prude. they're the ones that are the they're the fish they're the ones that you get into bed and they say oh i don't do that no i don't do this oh i don't oh, do that no me. i don't i don't like <laughs> she that. said that's not her i
2: hope so so wait I think who, it all. Who, who's someone well, yeah. who's someone Woo, in hollywood
4: like who's your kind of like church or churchill, churchill. Call an ambulance for Churchill. He passed out. Oh. <laughs> when he, when he heard she does it all. She wants it all. Churchill's killing himself. No.
2: So, so tell us. Like, who is like who's somebody in Hollywood that people like would know who that you're like? Oh my God! This is somebody who I think is super sexy.
5: Hmm.
2: Like if you were gonna go on a date, if you had got to pick, and you were gonna go on a date with any male or any female or male and female, who would you want to go out with on a date? So it doesn't mean you have to have sex with them, but. But, you know, who do you think is, like, super hot that you think would be so great to, like, go She's out so with? so
4: beautiful. I can't stop looking at her. I don't
0: like, um, uh, the guy from Sorry. Sons of Anarchy, for guy from who? <laughs> What's his name? I don't even know.
2: The guy from Sons of Anarchy? Is that what you said?
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. Some, I think he's sexy.
4: But there's some <laughs> other people out there, too, that are sexy, too. <laughs> Now, most people think girls like you are stupid. What's your educational background and how smart are you? Jane Mansfield, if you know who she is, Marissa Haggerty's mother. Haggerty. Haggerty uh, was a sex symbol. Jane Mansfield was like a Marilyn Monroe platinum blonde with gigantic real boobies. And they used to think she was stupid. Well, she had an IQ of like a professor. She was the most intelligent woman in the world. She just played stupid for movies. Do you play stupid for film or are you really a genius?
0: I'm not a genius, maybe, but I definitely am smart, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if, if a guy is smart giving- enough to know not to say anything. G- <laughs> smart enough not to say anything <laughs> that's
4: good. If a guy says to you, you be good to me, I'll be good to you, you're smart enough to say what?
0: I'm smart enough to, say smart to not say anything and then just go with it, you know, and then actually, yes, yeah, let it play out. Because then, yeah, trust me.
4: I know how to do it. <laughs>
0: so,
4: so now, now are you are you sexually free? In other words, if a beautiful woman wanted to caress and make love to you, is that okay or just men?
0: Um, I wouldn't want like a relationship with a woman like that. But I would like, I mean, I would kiss her,
4: probably. You know. So, so in other words, you would you'd appreciate <laughs> the beauty of another woman with you? I mean,
0: that could be
4: fine, I guess. Well, yeah. that gets that gets men crazy. So say yes.
0: Yes. <laughs> I mean, every man has.
4: Every man would have a dream of you and Pamela Anderson making it together. <laughs> right. uh, by the way, you look like Angie Dickinson. Do you know who Angie yeah. Dickinson was? Famous movie star Young of Angie. the 1950s. Gorgeous, okay. beautiful woman with the best legs. Is that in the, the one world. from Police Story? Lady? Yes, okay. yes. And she had the best legs in the world. Nobody had legs like Angie Dickinson. Nice.
2: Ron, Ron, is, Ron is kind of a, uh, yeah. an expert on all the like Turner Classic Movies and all the like films of like the 40s and 50s and 30s, 40s, 50s and 60s basically, right. and uh, so he has a lot of references to like the Marilyn, Marilyn Monroe
4: and all those kind of people because he knew a whole bunch of them and, and he's Jane friends was, with so them all. They were all my friends. I they were super legendary stars, right. and, you know, we go to all these red carpets, and I see all these girls, they had sexy with boobs hanging out and clit covers, you know, skirts, and they think they're <laughs> gonna, they, they think they're going to go somewhere. The only place they go is to bed with the jerks that promised them the moon. Now, I know that you have a look about you that is sexy but stylish. You don't look like a cheesy, sleazy slut from Third Avenue on the corner. (laughs) Most of these girls that go to these red carpets look like two-bit hookers. And they behave that way. And they're vulgar that way. And I just think it's appalling. You, I would love to see you in a classic evening gown of chiffon draped uh, gently over your bosoms with your hair piled up soft and gentle i think you could be an angel from heaven more I than a, a a porno queen i love
0: it i like that look too i have
4: oh, lots
0: I, of looks oh,
4: um, i believe work, that work, work for that that'll get you in films quicker okay. than this, because you know men today are so used to exposed women it doesn't work anymore for them now right. if Uh, Naked women don't happen, but if a woman is stylishly dressed, men men go crazy, they want it off, they get that thing off, I want to see you, and that torments the mind. I right. think so. Less like, is less is better. I think
2: people are going crazy, though, right now. We had... Uh, we had well, well, she's breathtaking. It seems Look like at her. We've she's had, like, exquisite. three or four weeks in a row of just drop-dead the most gorgeous women. Yeah, and actually, bro. we had a man, Daniel DeCrisio, on a couple of weeks ago who had long blonde hair like you do, and he was drop-dead gorgeous. <laughs> so we've had, like, about a month of, like, the most gorgeous people that you could ever see coming on the show. So <laughs> probably everybody in the chat room is just like, where do you keep it? Every week you, you want it up, one more
4: gorgeous person... <laughs>
0: Lots of gorgeous
4: people in the world. Especially uh, where you live. Now, what, yes. what's going on in politics today is outrageous about all these men who supposedly were assaulting these women. over. Huh. The, in my day, a girl like you walked into a room. There was no way that half of the guys weren't going to hit on her. <laughs> there was no way that half of the guys in the corner wouldn't talk about what they'd love to do to you. And it right. was called man talk. Yes, I <laughs> they had no right to touch. But have you ever been touched inappropriately? You had to smack somebody. Do
0: not? Sorry.
4: Have you ever? He wanted to know if you've ever been touched inappropriately no. or you had to smack somebody. Anybody grab you by your tits is what I'm saying. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, not really. I mean, sometimes yes, actually, have been uh, a couple times. Some guys just come up and kiss you and at the club. It's like ridiculous. You guys just stop. You don't,
2: and you don't
4: even know who they are. Yeah, so are then. I don't know. They
0: just come and try kissing you. Be <laughs> ridiculous. But,
4: <laughs> They ever do like Donald Trump grab them by the grab you by your snatch or grab your ass or grab your food?
0: Right, no, no, no. Uh, so they're more respectful me one time. We went to, uh, to the Cannes Film Festival a long time ago with um, Alain Chabon. and he's like a famous French actor. And uh, they were getting mobbed by all these fans and stuff. And literally, they kind of like they grabbed me, like right there. <laughs> Not
4: very nice, let
0: me tell
4: you. But whatever. It was really fun, though. Some people feel that you're selling it and that they're entitled to grab it. Because, in other words, if you wore a turtleneck long sleeve shirt, you wouldn't be broadcasting like, I'm sexy, I'm turning you on. But I think that's stupid because you have a freedom to be whomever you choose to be. Exactly. Without worrying about the other people, what they think. A person yeah. as beautiful as you are is such a gift and a joy to look at. I look at you as a piece of art. Also a piece of ass, but mostly a <laughs> piece of art. You're sweet. I like No, it. you're no, you're beautiful. I'm t i listen, I, I everybody out there is agreeing. You have beautiful teeth, beautiful nose, your your eyes are beautiful, your shape of your, your face. Your smile is, is fabulous. And, like, you're, and you're like a little girl, you're very girlish, you're very much like we want to cuddle you and you know. <laughs> And buy you fur coats and jewelry and put you in a beautiful penthouse apartment in Manhattan and take okay. you all over the world in a private jet. Ooh. <laughs> uh, you know, I would like to find that guy for myself. Fuck you. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: take us all on the
4: trip. <laughs> they can take us all on the trip. Works absolutely. <laughs> find me that guy. I'll divorce Jimmy in a minute. No, he and won't. Jimmy and I are legally married, by the way. We're gay. I hope you know that. Yes. You didn't think that you had two filthy perverts, old men. <laughs> I love jumping you, all over you. I, I love it. Faith. We're happily married. I love my Jimmy, even though he doesn't oh, have a jet. Church- Churchill says it doesn't
2: matter what you wear. You look stunning in everything. And now Dave Hughes. We want to welcome Dave Hughes from Stars Now UK, hey. who's one of the really cool oh, the other older gentlemen who like, comes oh, no. on and drools over everybody. So, Dave, take this a look. One is this Stokes- is Suzanne Stokes. And you guys, she's on Twitter. And you can follow her. And you're going to love this Twitter name, everybody. Dave- t- wait, wait. Her Twitter name is SS Meow. So, so you guys follow at SS. S M E O W, which I think is the
4: coolest thing ever. I love your Twitter. <laughs> man. I guarantee you, Dave's blood pressure is so up that he's dizzy. Dave, are you having like a stroke from this one? Dave would kill for you, he, and he's married, and he lives in England, and he comes in from England every week because we always have beautiful women on. But Dave, this week we got a super special beautiful one. This one's really a, a super duper 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 special one. He says his fucking. He says his fucking eyes popped out. See? <laughs> So now it's fucking up. What he said too.
2: fookin, he said fookin because he doesn't want to say a bad word but well, since we can say a bad but, word. What, so, they don't curse in
4: England. They, so I let's have talk filthy mouths in England. Everybody curses in England.
2: So so let's say cuz now you're in and now you're actress and you do you have some pretty fun credits. You were in Mortal Kombat, you have the new film for Justice for All, you have four films of horror, Dead Sexy, you were on an episode of Frasier, The Sex Trip, Frostbite. Wow. Frostbite yeah. with Peter Jason who was on our show and um uh and I love um and I've met Jamie Presley actually and she was in Mortal Kombat when you were in Mortal Kombat so you you're, you're starting to get some really cool credits what would you like to be do you want to be like an action you want to be in action films romance or do you not care everything I care I mean I want
0: to do, I want to just do lots everything. of
2: different you know? right,
0: things I want to everything. try different uh, roles and then,
2: like maybe play like a mean girl bitch or I want to play you know a spy Can, can you play. do bitch good I bet you can do bitch good <laughs> I am
0: never I don't really a bitch ever so but I I'm working on
4: that one. You know, you know what I wish I do, actually, doing? I
0: just got
4: this, I did this audition video, and um, I was being a pretty much a big bitch. <laughs> there you go. Do you, do you remember years ago, the film Ten, with Bo Derek, Ten, where she comes oh. out of the water with the hair and all the shells? Oh, you, yes, yes, yes. Okay, I'd like to remake that movie with you, Ooh. but have you come out of the ocean totally naked? With right. The, with the sun reflecting off the water on your nipples and all over your buns, then you—that's very beautiful. It's art, by the way. It's not dirty sex. It's art, because you would be like the sea goddess coming out of the ocean, and that's how I—I'd like to see you, Dave. Just dropped dead and Churchill's in Churchill's in, in—in—in a coma. Now they're saying in
2: the—they're saying in the chat in the chat room they—they're saying that they want to see you as a killer in a horror movie because nobody ever puts the really hot girl as the killer. I can.
4: <laughs> No, I see her as a goddess. I like that. No, no, I see her as a goddess. But that way
2: she can be out of stereotype because everybody's going to cast her like no, that. No, no.
4: I would also like to see her in a 1940 film that Ava Gardner did. It was called One Touch of Venus where she played Venus de Milo, the statue that came to life and okay. brought love to everybody. I could see you standing there in the white gown looking like Venus de Milo, the goddess of love. I, I see you as I see you as a goddess. I don't see you. as You a,
2: could have been though, like in the remake of
4: Point Break too. No, she's a goddess type. This one is like you got to. Like, do you surf? Play. Do you know how to
2: surf? No, but I'm sure I could
0: learn how to do it really quick. Yes. Oh, very <laughs> fast. <quick. laughs> but as long as it's not too cold, you
4: know. Yes, as <laughs> no, long as not. Well, it's good. cold is good because then your nipples get hard. Ooh, that is true. My my, my nipples good. get hard. My I have little nipples, but they get hard in cold <laughs> water. <laughs> Yeah, you, totally. And then Jimmy swims across c- quickly to grab them and then they disappear. <laughs> <laughs> they go back in my chest. <laughs> oh, Churchill, well. said,
2: Churchill says she's going to be working with him on a few projects. I hope that we're in those projects too. So that way that we get movie, to meet you Ch- personally. Churchill,
4: I'm coming on the set even if I'm not in the film you fuck. You better put me
2: <laughs> in the film. <laughs> And 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 they're saying that you look like a mermaid, and that you would make a great mermaid. she's
4: just got a classic. Oh, if they redid Splash, was that the movie? Splash with uh, Daryl Hannah. That would be a good one. You could be the mermaid. I'm telling you, there's a million lovely goddessy type images that you are. You're not porno pig. I would love, though, to see you as a killer in a horror movie because I like horror no, movies, so I think that killer. would be fun. What is she going to kill you with her tits? I mean, come no, on, look with at with a her. knife or something. Knife. Who wants to get killed? Watch, her? do that again. See, she holds the knife up. She could, like, do it. She could totally I, do I it. would no, be fine. No, I could see if she smothered somebody to death between her cleavage. That might <laughs> work. But <laughs> absolutely no knife stabbing. She's going to get blood on that gorgeous face and that hair. Get out <laughs> of it. Yes.
2: No, that, she needs to be out of character and no, out of stereotype. she's too
4: beautiful to be a killer. No. She's a goddess. She's somebody that men adore. She's got to play like the, the, the most Medusa, be- like a Marilyn Monroe type. You know, she's like, everyone adored Marilyn. Marilyn never stabbed anybody. <laughs> they didn't and have I, horror movies that did that back They then. did have horror movies. They all do
2: like the mermaid. Everybody
4: likes the idea of a mermaid. Absolutely. This girl's got to be cast correctly. I wish I was a director. I you would tell her what her. she should do or not. I mean, really, she should definitely play. She, ha- You know what I like about her? She's mm-hmm. the girl that you're afraid to touch and that's what's good she's the stay away girl i'm beautiful i'm gorgeous i'm sexy but don't you come near me and that's what she can sell and that's what a goddess is a goddess is something you admire but you don't touch
2: they all think she should be in a sci-fi or a horror movie so they all know i
4: think she should be in a <laughs> so love what movie.
2: about that so like let, let, let me ask a question because i'm uh you and ron are both kind of in the same category where you get, probably have been hit on and told how beautiful you are all your lives so because Ron always, it doesn't matter where we go, people hit on him. And, and
4: I'm, I'm 78 years old now. You had to see me when I was young. I was you, like you. I, I was a piece I, of ass. At, you are at, amazing. Hot, 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 So let me ask at you. At 18, let's see, you had to see me at 18. 18.
2: If you go Ooh, out, when you I go out, be. are men afraid to approach you because you're so beautiful? Or do they approach you? Or are they just so intimidated by your beauty that they will not come up to you? Um,
0: just depends, really, I guess. I mean, just depends.
4: No, only I mean, you, sometimes
0: they come up to you, but then sometimes they are kind of afraid of you. I think I don't know what they are, why they are afraid of you.
4: But absolutely, I'm, I'm
0: actually a really nice person. So, my yeah. girlfriend actually get mad at me because I'm too nice to them.
4: You know, Here's I, what I used to get. This <laughs> is what, when I was 18 years old. They were afraid to pick me up. Also, I'd go to a bar, a gay bar, yeah. and a guy would walk by. I'd know he'd look at me, but but he never would talk to me. Then finally, when he came over and spoke to me, after a while, he'd say, "You know what? You're really nice. I right. thought you were stuck up." Fuck you! I'm not stuck up, stuck up, but I'm not a bar slut either. You know, I'm not a bar rag. What do you think you're gonna walk yeah. in, and bring me home? I mean, that doesn't play, <laughs> right? Good Absolutely. looking people don't need to do that shit. The ugly ones go home with anybody because it's like payday for them. Exactly. Totally. So we we beautiful but you guys people. get to be you guys can be choosy.
2: Well, yeah, I chose you. <laughs> uh-huh. I love it. it's so much fun so 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 if you could have been in any movie that's ever been made and you could have been the lead person in it who would you what movie would you have liked to been in is the first part of the question and the second part of the question is who would you like to be your leading man in something like who would be the actor the one actor that you think would be the greatest person ever to get to act with oh boy Mm,
0: this question um there's so many movies that I love, so I don't know which one will be the best one,
2: you know? Well, just pick any one that you like a yeah. lot. Be like, I'd like to be in this one. Uh,
0: I liked *Gentlemen Prefer Blondes. That was a great movie. I love that movie. <laughs> I like Titanic, you know, but I don't know if I would play that part necessarily. Maybe, but no, why
2: not? Um, Gentleman Prefer Blondes is a good one.
4: He likes that one. <laughs> of course, my buddy Jane Russell. Who was, remember Jane Russell in that movie, The Brunette? Yes. She was my what? dearest friend for many years. My buddy, my, my hangout pal. And I loved her to pieces. Now, you know who else you look like? Brigitte Bardot, the French oh, yeah? actress. You know who Brigette Bardot is? I think so. Bridget Bardot, if you say it like... Well, an I, <laughs> an if you say it the way the American people pronounce it, she'll know no, who it you is. you have to say it French, <laughs> because it, when you say it in French, it's sexy. When you say it in American, it sounds Brigette. It sounds Irish. But when you do it French, Brigette Bardot. Ooh, I like that it's like, oh, give it to me, baby. You know, <laughs> Suzanne. I
2: just want to tell you that Dave, the one died, who said you were died. so so hot, just wrote down that his eyes are rolling around on the floor <laughs> and he can't seem to get them to put him back in. Come
4: on Dave, <laughs> and he also and he also can't get to put his penis back in his pants either.
2: They said that he would be good. That you that they think you'd be good in the Millionaire movie
4: with Marilyn Monroe. Absolutely. Uh, yes. Thank yeah, episode, that's a good one. That would be a nice. Pe- I would go see you in that, I'd, and yeah. I would enjoy you in that because that's a great part to play. Thank play, you. Playing Loco, that was the character. She was wonderful. Great. Yes, I Thank love you. that. I
0: love that movie. It's
2: amazing. You gotta like love it. So, so people can follow you on Twitter at at ssmeow. And yeah. are you on? Are you? Uh, do you have like a website or anything that we should send people to to find out more about you?
0: Well, I need to update my website really badly, but. Um, my friend just did a mu- music video and it's going to be coming out like next week, so you can see me in that. Which is there you is go. W- what,
2: what's the music video? Called
0: oh. Drive. Matthew Paul's video, and then I'll be in that. So, and I'm also going to be in New York on October 26th for this promotion. Um, so they can come see me there, maybe if they want to.
2: And what's the, hey, the promotion? What's the promotion
4: for?
0: Um, uh, for a Nights of Club promotion, to like a Halloween party, you think?
4: Oh, um, good. There you for- well, we we, we have we have to connect you. <laughs> we have. to...
0: Oh, where was it? It's called. Um,
2: oh, shoot. I'm oh to write down this. Well, oh, well, sh- in New York. <laughs> <laughs> but you'll post it on Twitter. Post it on Twitter, and then everybody exactly. can follow you on Twitter, and they can know how to do it. So, everybody follow right. her on Twitter at and S-S Meow.
4: And when you're in New York, Jimmy's going to give you a number of Eileen Shapiro. Call her and say oh. that you should be interviewed by Eileen Shapiro. She writes for some of the greatest magazines okay. and Thank publications you. out there. And, uh, oh. And you might want to get to know Jimmy better. because yes, Jimmy Well, Jimmy's the number one PR person in the country. He won the award as number one. And if anybody can do it, it's Jimmy. He can get absolutely. you out there and all over. Now, Churchill... What are you going to cast her in your movie as? And don't he's say, not going to tell you that. He's still working <laughs> on it. Oh, no, it's a joke. Shut up, Jimmy. Don't answer <laughs> for people. You have a terrible habit of answering for people. Churchill's a very intelligent man who's very horny right now. And I want to <laughs> know exactly exactly how he's going to cast her. And don't say, as your wife, Churchill. <laughs>
2: anyway, because we've got to go. So here's what we're going to do. Everybody, we want everybody to follow Suzanne Stokes on Twitter, at SSMeow. Check out all the great stuff on IMDB. She's got a new film that'll be coming out, Justice for All. Uh, we want to thank you for coming on the show. We think you're gorgeous and beautiful and everybody like loves you and tell bye. now what I forgot your friend's name. What was your friend's name again? Which one? The I one saw. who's sitting there. Yeah, Crystal. Crystal! Crystal, yes. Bye, Crystal. Thank bye, you. She <laughs> says and, bye.
4: And, and you, my beauty, I'll be seeing you on the set. We'll be in the Absolutely. same movie. So we'll be good friends and have fun. We will.
0: I love you. Bye. Honey. Thanks, bye, Suzanne. Bye, bye, yeah. Bye-bye. 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 Bye-bye.
4: Yay! She's gorgeous. She is super beautiful.
2: Absolutely. Wow. Unbelievable. Hope you like that, Dave, because Dave's like loving it all. They're
4: saying she'd be great for the Betty Grable part in How to Marry a Millionaire too. She'd be great for anything if she can act and lose that silly girlness. If she could be a woman like they were women, you know, Marilyn Monroe was was silly, but she was a silly woman with a girl kind of a thing. But Marilyn never played dizzy. Marilyn played confused. And Jane and I talked about that. Jane Russell, my, my buddy, I used to ask her a lot of questions about Marilyn. And I said, what was Marilyn like off the stage, off the camera? And she said Marilyn was very insecure, very shy, and very withdrawn and didn't speak to anybody on the set hardly. And one day Marilyn Monroe ran off the set crying. Because the leading guy in Gentleman for Blondes, who played her boyfriend that was supposed to marry her and the father didn't like it, was asked, what was it like kissing Marilyn Monroe? And he said, I felt like I was being swallowed alive. And Marilyn heard that and she got very upset. So she was a very sensitive girl. And Jane would have to watch everything she said. Everybody did. And then Jane said to her, Marilyn, you know, because Jane was a born-again Christian, she said, why don't you go to my church? I think you can learn a lot and it can help you. So Marilyn went to a session of Jane's church. And the next day, Jane said, how did you like it? And Marilyn said, oh, no, it's not for me, Jane. It's not for me. And Jane Russell said to me, had Marilyn Monroe became a, become a Christian, she'd still be alive today. The Kennedys would not have killed her. And Jane felt that the the Kennedys uh, and CIA definitely murdered Marilyn Monroe because she was going to reveal a bunch of stuff the next day at a uh, press conference. She was angry because the boys, Robert and John Kennedy, uh, dumped her.
2: So anyway, everybody in the chat room liked her. You guys can follow her. Check her out. She's a a fledgling actress. She's going to be getting more into it. I'm sure she's going to get cast in lots of stuff. She was very, very nice. She's very, very pretty. And follow her on Twitter. Hey, Chad. Hi, Captain. Um, is his mic okay now? Because like, I didn't want to get up and like try and make it louder.
4: Yeah, it just so seemed like, a, just seemed like you were
3: louder than he was, so I just wanted to crank it up a little bit.
4: I'm just soft-spoken.
3: Yeah, you are. Jimmy's a little more up <clears throat> front and out there.
4: <clears throat> Considering I come from Brooklyn where everybody screamed, now can I talk mm-hmm. about Lainey? Yep. I interviewed my buddy, Lainey Kazan, my big fat Greek wedding, the mother in that film. Lanny and I know each other 28 years, whatever, whatever, whatever. And yesterday I did a interview. It's a printed interview and it will be on Celebrity Cafe, which is the number one web uh, magazine, I guess. It's as good as People Magazine, but you don't have to go out and buy it on the street. You can get it on your computer, laptop, whatever And the the interview is very interesting. Lainey talks about her early years as a Jewish broad in Brooklyn. Then she talks about Barbara Streisand, what a bitch she was. And then she goes on and on and on and on with all of her stuff. Uh, It's a great interview because it was two friends talking. It wasn't an interview like I asked how are you and then she did 20 hours of answer. It was like our show is now. We were conversational. We kept talking and going and revealing and answering. So I think it's going to be very, very well received. We'll know by next week when it's up in print. Absolutely. Definitely read it. I think you're going to enjoy it. You guys will like it. That's uh, Ron's first interview for the yeah, celebrity cafe right and there'll be many many more and i'm only interviewing my friends i'm not interviewing people i don't know so these are all celebrities that i know i have uh, like people like i want to interview um well right now my brain just went uh stella stevens and and uh, stephanie powers uh just a whole bunch of people i love it also, we want. Oh, oh, oh not to fa- not to forget Tristan Rogers, who's a good friend of mine here in Palm Springs. I'm going to interview Tristan Rogers for uh, Celebrity Cafe, the number one soap opera star who plays. What's it called? Soap Robert called? Scorpio. Scorpio, you know
2: Scorpio. You got to like love it. Um, also, uh, oh, now I forgot
4: what I was going to say. Isn't that funny? Okay, that's because you're getting old, or you're too much with me. You're getting
2: stupid. That's okay. I just forgot.
4: It happens. It um,
2: happens.
4: I got to finish shaving. I got half of my face shaving. Where'd my shaver go? Hey, Chad, is that
2: message you just sent me for now or that earlier?
3: What message?
2: It says, bring camera down a little, 30 seconds, turn Ron's mic up. Yeah. Ah, that's all
3: old, right? That's all old, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but we don't want to. <laughs> He's talking into the shaver. <laughs> <laughs> Test one. Test one. Oh, it's your shaver, Ron. Quick,
2: quick. quick. Oh, I know what I was going to say. I, I, turn up I, I, Ron's like... shaver. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we want to welcome Pat. Pat's in the chat room. What's up, Pat? Yay! Pat's in uh, Canada. Pat? Pat Grant. She runs Jimmy and Ron fans Twitter. Oh, Pat, Pat. Pat! Hi, Pat. There you go. And uh Dave Hughes says he'll be back in a minute. And so Ron's shaving. You don't need to keep shaving. You're okay. Dave Hughes, you're changing
4: your underwear because they're soaking wet. That was terrible. <laughs> no, it's not. It's <laughs> true. It's probably true. <laughs> It was still terrible. It's not terrible. Listen, we know functions of the human being are not terrible, and ejaculation is a wonderful thing. Sometimes you got to soil your underwear and change them when it's wet, but what are you going to do? Ejaculation is wonderful, because if it wasn't for ejaculation, none of us would be here. That's true. When the Lord made man, he made penis, he made ejaculation. (laughs) (laughs) And he made woman with a a catcher's myth so she can catch the ejaculation and make a child. For those of you out there who don't know the facts of life now you do
2: you gotta like love it so here's what we're gonna do chad do you have the video that i sent you
3: i got a couple videos you sent me
2: uh, uh okay we're gonna do the public service announcement uh-huh so everybody there's a public service announcement i did to stop imposters on social media lots of cool celebrities in it i hope you guys like it it got 4700 hits in its first day and uh uh, please share it when you see me sharing it on social media. It's a lot of fun But check it out see what you think and then we're gonna come back and tell you a little bit about our betrayed premiere Well,
4: oh, that was fun
2: Anyway, here it is everybody public service announcement to stop imposters on social media Hey everybody, I'm Jimmy Starr from the Jimmy star show with Ron Russell we have a big big problem with imposters in social media Help us in exposing the fake low-life scum impersonating celebrities for their own gain. Check out our friends in the music industry and see what they have to say about this. Hey, everyone, I'm Keith Urban. Hey, guys, I'm Hunter Hayes.
6: Hey, I'm Lindsay L. Hey, what's up, y'all? I'm Kelly Clarkson. Hey, guys, it's
1: Mary Morris. Uh, hey, Mary we're, we're Rascal Flatts.
3: Dustin Lynch. Kit Moore. John Party. Jake Owen.
7: Travis Denning. Brett Young.
1: Maggie Rose.
7: Trey Seckins, Old Dominion. Kale Dodds. Cole Swindell. Michael
3: Ray. Hey, y'all, I'm Blake Shelton. I want to talk to you about something that's important. I want to talk to you about something important. I can't believe I'm having to do this.
0: I want to talk to y'all about something
3: really important really important imposters on social media imposters on social media imposters
1: on social media
0: imposters on social media
3: Every day we've noticed
1: more and more people are pretending to be artists on social media and tricking our fans into buying
3: fake tickets to private shows or sending money
1: or give out your personal information
3: Let me tell you about these guys we got these trolls these imposters
1: They are just losers tricking
3: our fans into buying a plane ticket
1: asking you for money Don't need me
3: Charities are giving us briefcases of money. Don't do it.
1: Please do not engage with these people or send them money.
3: Every day it's getting worse. Who
2: steals from grandmas? You gonna steal from grandmas? As artists, we have only
0: one account.
3: We all have check marks by our names. Blue check mark. Blue check mark. Blue check
2: mark. They have blue verified check marks. If you don't see a blue check mark by my name. Blue check mark. Blue check mark. Blue verified check mark next to it. So
3: we want to make sure you know how to spot the signs of the fake accounts, like the one's called Blakey Shelton. That's bullshit. Hunter Hayes, one, two, three, four, five, six. Not me.
0: Kelly Clarkson A, B, C, one, two, three. That's not real.
3: At Keith Urban, four, eight, seven. That's not me.
7: This is my secret account The management don't know anything about. Complete bullshit.
2: Rascal Flat. It's just bullshit. Kip Moore, 2000. At Jake Owen, three, three, six, seven, one, seven, nine, four, six. That's not me. I don't even have an account.
3: <laughs> bullshit. It's actually really sad. Never give out any of your private information. If you do,
2: you're dumb. But seriously, be cautious. Report those fake accounts. Report them. Never give out any of your private information. Thank you so much for being the best fans in the entire world. Thank you for being the best fans in the world. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank
3: you. Thanks
4: for being such amazing fans.
3: To the fans, we love you. I love you guys.
4: Know that I just love you, and you guys are the best fans in the world.
3: Thank you. For being the best fans in the world. All of us are are, are proud to have you as fans.
1: Thank you for being the best fans in the
2: world. We appreciate what y'all do so much as fans of our music.
3: Thank you for being the best fans in the world. Did you like that? If you do, you're dumb. Because then they'll really think about like, oh my God, if I do this, I'm officially dumb. Don't be fucking dumb. There you go, fellas.
2: Hey, what happened?
3: What happened to what?
2: oh is, that, is it that the thing that long
3: yeah it was three minutes and 18 seconds
2: oh i didn't know it was that long i was like you oh man, i think something's wrong
3: or you <laughs> took it and made it your own
2: <laughs> i know
4: i ain't got nobody nobody he halloween i could do this i could be the talking head
3: it <laughs> kind of blends in. He like, does yeah, look. Right. He I have blends no,
4: in. I have no body. Look. Ah. If you didn't have to hold the
2: microphone, you could be like that. Yep. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like that. Put I'm your g- hand down. I'm giving
4: everyone head. Look. No, put it down. There you go. Like look. <laughs> hey. hey. No, you really do. You you, you blend in so well. I do I blend in with everyone so well, darling?
2: Well done. You gotta like love it. <laughs> I think that's hilarious. So, everybody, Wednesday night, we went to Harley Wallen's new yeah. film. It was called
4: Betrayed. Meanwhile, I got to interrupt you because I'm excited. Okay. He sold out. Every single copy of Betrayed was sold out in, like, three days. He's restocking. Hallelujah.
2: He means in Walmart, uh, like a Walmart and sold every copy that it had across the
4: country. Oh, Walmart, Like, that's a put down? No, it's a good thing. You bet your ass it is. You should be in M- Walmart getting sold like that none we could have fin- to finish our kitchen
2: <laughs> <laughs> anyway you guys so we went to the Grumman's Chinese Theater in Hollywood for the premiere of Betrayed starred Holler- Harley Wallen and TJ Storm you guys know TJ Storm he's from like Deadpool and and uh, he was he's the predator in the new predator film that's out right now and um, who else was? I forgot who was in it. I remember who we met. Oh, everybody. We dead. got to meet all kinds of cool people, Chad. So we met Tara Reid from all the Sharknado movies and Jake mm-hmm. Jussie, who Busey, Busey, I already knew, who was um, but I saw guy, him again. A whole bunch of celebrity people. Who remembers who? Um, well, we, we saw um, the guy from NBC Superstore, Sean Whalen, was there. And we had uh, ooh, uh, who's the guy from People Under the Stairs, Jan Birch, who's coming on the show next week. If you guys like that movie, People Under the Stairs, Sean I Whelan love, and Jan Burk were in that, it. It's that great. That one of
4: my favorites. I love it's that a great, movie. Great movie. It's a great, great movie. It's a decently sensible written movie. And um, who else did we see? Jimmy,
2: me with names. You know that. I never- Hold on. Let me look real quick. I'll look in <laughs> pictures while you're talking. So we had a really good time. Everybody was very cool. Um, uh, the Hollywood Digest did a big write-up on it and featured a bunch of pictures of us in it. And, um, and Getty Magazine. Thank you so yeah, much Getty for photographing images.
4: us. Getty Images.
2: Woo-hoo-hoo. Let's they, see. They
4: photograph all oh. the big shots. So
2: we met Scout Taylor Compton from uh, everything. She was played Lita Ford in The Runaways, and she's in Rob Zombie's Halloween. And Sadie Katz and, Con- and Min oh, Collins were there Sadie with us. TJ Storm was there. Um, uh, Mark Hoadley, who's a, a great actor who uh, uh, is in a film Tom Churchill did not too long ago when we had him on our show, and he's like a karate expert guy, and he was there. Um, we met... Oh, uh, what's this guy's name? I forgot his name. Isn't that funny? Oh, Billy Worth from The Lost Boys, which I already knew him, but he was really cool to see him. And um,
4: Just a whole bunch of good people. It was a fun thing. The after party was fun. Everybody was friendly. Everybody was carrying on laughing. And um, that's when I got bumped up in the film. Sadie Katz and Colin. What's his first name? Min. Min Colin. I met him for the first time, and Min Colin said, oh, my God. You're not going to play the transvestite uh, clown in our movie. He said, You're going to play the minister. He said, You'd be perfect for the part. That's so why I got bumped up.
2: There and you go. And that's what I'm doing. <laughs> Absolutely. It's going to be fat. fabulous. You know,
4: I gained 14 pounds since last year, since I moved here. And it shows in your face. I got to lose 14 pounds. Otherwise, I'm going to look like, you know, the guy from uh, Ironsides. Remember that old TV show? Ironside? Raymond, Raymond Burr. Oh, Perry Mason. Perry Mason. Raymond Burr. Mm. Actually, I, I was liked like him. I look like Alfred Hitchcock. Watch.
2: Alfred Hitchcock is so great.
4: The best. Also, you guys, you know. Although last- he was a bit of a perv because I interviewed um, my sweetheart, my lovely friend. Tippy Hedren. Tippy, Tippy Darling. Tipska. And she told me off camera. He was wild. He was wild. He liked those silver blunts. Woo! He was kind of like uh, Dave. Mm. You know who else we met? We met
2: the the guy, uh, Dennis Haskins, who played uh, uh, the, the principal on Saved by the Bell everybody right. like knows him cuz right. like he was like anyway such a they were just show.
4: one after another after my, my head was spinning for meeting everybody and how nice they were they gave us a wonderful bottle of champagne for coming and covering it they couldn't have been better i mean they were hosting us like mad anything jimmy and i wanted what would you like would you like this would you like that they were absolutely the best they were so thrilled that jimmy and i were there covering their event and we did a good job because it was a wonderful movie and they're sweet people and we love him Uh, harley's the bomb harley is a terrific guy harley's good and what a freaking good actor harley is you know i thought harley just made these movies put himself in it because he was bored no he played a evil mean russian a slave uh human trafficker yeah, but he sex, was sex, slave, sex trafficker. slave trafficker. And his accent was fabulous, his Russian accent. And he did a brilliant job in the film. I think if it weren't for Harley, the film would not have been as good as it is. Harley held the film together. Dave Hughes says he needs a bucket of tonight's dribbles. Dave, that sounds disgusting. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's funny. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. that was funny you gotta like imagine though that was funny so anyway you guys let's do a little quick commercial we want to thank everybody for tuning in every week first of all you guys know that we played that uh, video last week of when we went to um, Kimonos and, what was it called? Captains and Kimonos Captain. at the Palm Springs Antiques Gallery a couple of weeks ago. We played the video last week. The video got like 2,700 plays or something, something un- ungodly a number. Um, So thanks, everybody, for watching it because that's really cool. We want to thank everybody for tuning in every week. You can hear us on um, W4CY Radio live every Wednesday from 12 to 2 p.m. Pacific time or 3 to 5 Eastern time. We're also on Monster FM Radio in New York, K4HD Radio in L.A., Jackalope Radio in St. Louis, iHeart Radio, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Podbean, Audio Boom, Podomatic, iTunes, Apple TV, and Spreaker on television. We're on Vimeo, Roku, and YouTube, Roku and YouTube, and soon we're going to be on Comcast and Xfinity On Demand across the country. Yay! You'll be able to guess everywhere. There will be nowhere you won't go and be able to see Ron's mug. I'm a star. <laughs> yes. Oh. Mr. DeMille, I'm ready for my close-up. Let me drop my pants. Yeah. (laughs) You got to like love it. So in a few minutes, we're going to be calling our next guest, but we got to waste a little bit of time. And so while we're wasting time, we thought... Uh, uh, Darling, I am not a waste
4: of time. I've never been. I never will be a waste of time. But we're going to play a music video. Oh, I I was speaking because when I speak, it certainly most definitely is not a waste of time. (laughs) It's never.
2: (laughs) Never. Oh, Dave said that was his sense of humor. (laughs) (laughs)
4: <laughs> what, the pot of goodies? <laughs> yeah. Listen, I know a couple of queens in the village. They'll Send it to them. They'll they'll have it for dinner. You got to, like, love it. Woo! <laughs> you just
2: got to love it. All right, so here's what we're going to do, you guys. We're going to take a music break, and uh, we love you back, Dave. And uh, we're going to play Andy Duquette. The name of the song is Lock, Stock, and Barrel. It just came out. It's, it's for all our country music lovers and Chad. Yeah. And uh, this one's for you, Chad. Chad, once you record some stuff, we'll play your songs on the show.
3: Okie dokie.
2: In the meantime, we're going to play Andy (laughs) Duquette. Here's her new uh, single, Lock, Stock, and Barrel. Enjoy, everybody.
3: Get it, Ron. Ah. Get it.
2: do quet lock stock and barrel out now everybody so if you like it download it and listen to it because it's fun you like that right chad because that's kind of like your kind of thing
3: yeah that wasn't like my type of country that's more like pop country chick country i don't know what you want to call it but uh but that's how the that's how country is going these days so that is actually that fits right in there uh, with the uh, country music what's wrong what's wrong with ron what is he doing
2: he's facelift, facelift. he wants a facelift
3: that's a self facelift right there
2: well, well, that's no, what he thinks he'll look like if he has a facelift. He'll uh, lose his wrinkles.
3: Yeah, don't pull on your face. It's not going to help.
2: <laughs> he, says, he says don't pull on your face. It's not going to help. So what kind of country do you actually like? Like, like, who are the country people you like?
3: Hmm, I don't know. I just kind of like grittier, older, I don't know, just broken down country. Not too overly produced and stuff like that where I need eight background dancers and stuff like that. You know, just get out there and yeah, sing. Yeah, I don't like that either. Get out there like and either. sing like old
2: George Strait, man. That's That's kind of what I like. Oh, my God. All the George Strait fan people follow me for some reason. I oh, don't do know they? why. <laughs> On Instagram. But like, there's like 10 George Strait fan clubs, and they all follow me. I guess because I like that, cause I like George Strait. He's yeah, cool.
3: Still the king of country. Absolutely. There you go.
2: You know who George Strait is?
3: Straight no, up.
4: Oh, but I know George Gary. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <I knew laughs> something like that was coming.
4: <laughs> I knew it, too. Matter <laughs> of fact, I even knew that was coming. I right? knew a few guys named George who were Gary. <laughs> <laughs> I, i've never met a george that was straight maybe I, oh yeah what's the name sherry's husband george the electrician he's, he's straight, straight okay. okay so there's two they're all like laughing at that one
2: too you gotta like love it
3: oh ronnie gotta love him
2: what are you gonna do
4: you gotta love him that's right <laughs> old and senile and wacky
3: <laughs> good stuff
4: yeah lanny on the interview said you're such a mishugger <laughs> mishugger in yiddish means crazy
3: did you get video of that interview? Or is it just you wrote it all down? You get video and audio?
4: No, 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 no. no. This is the, technology, the world of technology, dear. I She had to call a number that's not my number that automatically transferred her call to my cell phone. Yeah. Then I had to press four when we began recording the interview. Oh, cool. The entire interview, we have it on voice. Now it's gone to a machine that automatically converts converts our voices into words. Then it's sent to me, where I have to go in and clear up. Like if I said, you know, you're just really great, and it wrote, you know, you're uh, you're really afraid, you know, <laughs> okay. because it's you know that fucking. <laughs> we use Google Voice. <laughs> it was very cool, Chad. Right? So yeah. once we polish it and clean it up, then it goes back to ca- uh, Celebrity Cafe, and they print it. And then it goes online on, on Celebrity Cafe. You go in, you type in there, whatever. And then you could read the uh, the uh, interviews that Jimmy did with um, Garrick Lee and in, in, in whatever, whoever, whatever.
2: Has she been on
3: the Anywhere. show before? I can't remember.
2: Yes, she oh. has. Lainey. She has never been on as a video. She's only been uh, on it when we were audio. Yeah, okay. Lainey's
4: got a problem with Skype. I'm going to beat the shit out of her because I told her, you got to get with the program, Lane. You got to do <laughs> Skype. You know, I said to her, put a wig on, makeup, and a push-up bra, and you can come on and do great. Yeah. But anyway... You know I'm negotiating. She said, "We'll see. We'll talk about it." Yes. That means fuck you.
2: Oh,
3: so that <laughs> means translation. Okay.
2: It's very cool though, Chad. Like, cause you call on Google Voice, it records the whole thing. It sets it, then it sets the uh, MP3 into your Google Voice account. You sure. download it, then you send it to Transcribe Me, and Transcribe Me transcribes it for you. And um, they do all the work. And then you just have to clean it up. Good deal. Because otherwise, you know, it takes forever to sit there
4: and write out what everybody says. Oh, sure. Yeah. If, yeah. I, if I wrote it out, it would have been in Chinese for sure. <laughs> I mean, you would never been able to read it. My penmanship stinks. My spelling is horrible, and commas. I put commas after practically every other word. Because when I speak, I speak with commas.
2: It's a very cool thing, so, though. So I'm like, and I'm working on it because uh, we both are going to doing interviews uh, for Celebrity Cafe, and I'm also doing interviews for the Hollywood Digest and for Chud. And
4: I'm doing interviews for the Hollywood Digest also. Chud. So it's all so, fun. Yeah, so we're going to be. Chud is uh, a
2: movie. Uh, 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 it was
4: a movie from the eighties. Cannibalistic, Cannibalistic, Cannibalistic humanoid, humanoid
2: underground, underground dwellers. dwellers, and it is a website of horror. It's a horror website that they have not been using, uh, and they're getting ready to relaunch it. And uh, I'm going to be the horror movie celebrity interviewer for that. Perfect. But, yeah, I love it. and Chud. I love those horror movies. And since we've had almost all the biggest horror people in the world on our show, I'm just going to contact the people to start. I'm going to contact all the people that have been on our show and see if we can set up interviews. Right on.
4: See, I find these things out on the show. You think you ever told me this? Never. I did tell you that. Did not did not. <laughs> you know, our marriage is wonderful. We get along well, but there's such rivalry. He is so jealous of anything I do. He wants me to be stupid and dependent on him. That's not, not true. Yes. I did tell him.
2: I told you that I'm I'm, I'm going to be writing for a, a horror magazine. I did tell you that because I told you how excited I was that all my horror movie clients will be able to get you featured. You never
4: said that to me. You, you are making this up.
2: No, I'm not.
4: I'm telling you, you're a liar. You're making it up. <laughs> yeah. Your father warned me about you. Yeah,
2: right. Thank you, whoever said congratulations. Uh, that's fun.
4: His father did. His father said, Jimmy lives in a dream world. Sometimes it's not real. His dad uh, well, told this one's
2: that. real, just like Celebrity Cafe. First of all, Celebrity Cafe is the one who bought. Who, who's who's uh, The owners of Celebrity Cafe will be the owners of Chud.com.
4: Oh, good. Anyway, I wish they'd pay us for these damn things. <laughs> I mean, we work for free. We're like, I don't know, like cheap hookers that don't get paid. But anyway, it would be nice if we got paid from, from this show, too. It would be nice if we had a sponsor. But nobody wants to sponsor us, and I don't know Why? With four and a half million viewers, and we're all over the world, and that's climbing. We're probably five million viewers now, if not better, because this show is really taking off. Why people don't want to, you know, have us talk about, like the guy with the condoms. I didn't say anything bad when I said if you don't want to use the condoms for sex, you could fill them with water and throw them off the roof at people you don't like. And, you know, we did that as kids, and they didn't like that, so... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they didn't uh, reissue it. Though. They don't
2: like it if you don't want to like uh, follow the script. But anyway, we're going to call our guest. And see what we can do.
4: But as kids, didn't you swipe a few of your father's condoms, fill it with water, go on the roof, and bomb the old ladies sitting downstairs on the lawn chair? You
2: no. Know, <laughs> that's
4: hilarious. They used to, to splash, him. and you see all the old ladies jump up and scream and run around.
2: So, you guys, we're going to call our next guest. We're going to play a little music for you while we're getting everything set up. The name of the song is slightly is called Euphoria. The name of the band is slightly left of center. They're from Australia, and we're going to see if we can get Barry Papik on the line. Here we go. Enjoy, everybody. there you go <laughs> alright everybody so that was slightly left to center the name of the singles Euphoria now we've got our next guest on the line and before I introduce him we're going to make sure everybody can hear him so say hello Mr. Barry Papik hey how you doing everybody there you go you gotta like love it <laughs> 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 alright everybody now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell the incredibly talented acting coach teacher and actor Mr. Barry Papik hello and welcome to the show hey it's great to be here I am just
4: exhausted
2: from that. Okay, so I'm going to introduce can't, him to everybody. You go quicker? Starting say, off with my cool, outrageous man about
4: town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. Welcome to the insane asylum. <laughs> uh, they're all nuts on this program, let me tell you. You come in normal, you go out nuts.
3: Anyway. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that.
4: Oh, good, I'm glad.
2: It works totally. Then we got the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Barry,
3: welcome to the show. Good to have you. How are you, Chad? Doing well, thank you.
2: Good. And then we have a chat room full of people from like every country imaginable. So say hi to every everybody.
6: Hey, everybody. Uh, and hey, every country.
2: There you go. And then also uh, say hi to Churchill because he's listening while he's writing
4: something.
6: Mr. Thomas Churchill, how are you, my friend?
4: There you go. You got to like love mean- it. All right. Meanwhile, Barry, did you see the person that was on before you?
6: No, I did not.
4: Oh, my. I'm exhausted. The, the piece of ass of the earth. <laughs> <laughs> she Are you bob- allowed to say that on, on air? Yeah, we can, mean, we can say whatever we want. No. She makes a Barbie doll look like a bull dyke. <laughs> <laughs> she had a face on her like an angel, a set of tits like two rockets, a body of death, long blonde hair, and I'm gay. Could you imagine if <laughs> straight? If I was straight, I'd have been whacking off. She was a was playboy
2: playmate, and, and she was also. Wow. This is the Thomas J. Churchill show today because he recommended both of our guests. And so she, she came on, and her name was Suzanne Stokes. And now you're on, Mr. Barry Papick And, and, and so right. it's like well,
4: all Churchill's friends. Today. I know, but Churchill said he's putting her in two of his movies. You know, he's doing the, the, the uh, producer star routine? No, he's not. <laughs> no, he's I, I have
2: a couch
6: somewhere. I know Mr. Churchill. He's he's an upstanding, fine young gentleman.
2: Absolutely he That's is. That's true. All That's right, everybody. True. So, first of all, this is the first time I think we've had somebody on who's, who who works both sides. Very few people we've had on that you well, know of at least.
6: Didn't your co-host just say he works both sides?
2: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, we don't normally have people who
4: and teachers to yes, teach we people do. how to act. We acting. had Lainey Kazan on, and she's teaching right now. Now UCLA. she is, but back then she wasn't yes, doing she it. Yes, she was. She was teaching. Well, she didn't tell us about at it. At Hofstra University, on five years ago, she wasn't. I'm telling uh, you, uh, d- darling. I just did her a bio. <laughs> she's been teaching at Hofstra for the last 22 years. Okay, but she,
2: we didn't talk about it then, so we didn't know it. How's mm, okay, that?
4: There we are married, by the <laughs> way. So you can tell that we're going to kill each other in two minutes. So everybody, first of all, you can follow Barry
2: on 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 uh, Twitter. He's at b Papic p a p i c k. That's and, right. Uh, uh, I'm going to give a little quick bio so we can kind of like brag about you a little bit before we start talking. And I love it. Um, He's been teaching actors for 25 years, you guys. i got to put my glasses on because there's so much cool shit here. He's, <laughs> uh, co- he's coached for lots of cool TV shows, including The West Wing, The Wire, Malcolm in the Middle, Body of Proof, Brothers and Sisters, Burn Notice, which I was on like 10 episodes, um, right. The Originals, and many more. He's worked with Sean Connery, Jamie Foxx, Anna Paquin, Dennis Quaid, I don't know how you pronounce it. Is it Ioni Sky? Ioni Ione, Sky,
6: that's right. Ioni Sky, she was star of, short of, uh, of uh, oh uh, God. Any say anything? Say man.
2: anything. One of the greatest movies of my generation. Lindsay Lohan, Rob Brown, who Finding Forrester is one of my all-time favorite films. Well, thank and, uh, you.
6: I was the onset coach for Finding Forrester, and Rob's on uh, Blind Spot right now.
2: Yeah, I love it. He's a great actor. And also Dennis Quaid, Charles Dutton and Anthony Mackie who I've met several times and he's in he's Captain America's like sidekick. I forgot the name he plays. But anyway, so you've worked with all kinds of great things besides being in films. Tell us a little That's bit right. about like do you like dig being like an acting coach cuz we haven't had that many people who are so prominent with it.
6: Absolutely. Um, we won an Oscar for yeah uh, for Ray um with uh, Jamie Foxx. And I, I work with Alec Baldwin and a whole bunch of people, and I, you know, I, 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 I was—I've been on the onset coach for uh, Gus Van Zandt and for uh, um, uh, Gary Fleeter on the Express. So uh, yeah, it, it's a lot of fun.
2: I, I think it's terrific. So like, do you take your own advice?
6: Uh, <laughs> well, I have an acting coach myself. Okay. Uh, you know, so uh, when, when need be, I go to her, and she helps me out with uh, with different. Um, you know, I always think it's great to have a third eye, you know, to have somebody else who's looking at you and can make some suggestions.
4: Uh, an actor who coaches himself is like an attorney who represents himself a fool. That's right. Because you're only going to see in the mirror what you want to see, not what the audience sees. So you but need a coach.
6: I think you're absolutely right. You know, I mean, listen, when I look in the mirror, you know, I'm very pretty. So, you know, that it makes things easy. <laughs> But uh, when, uh, you know, but when uh, I have an acting coach, uh, you know, they tend to have a third eye and and give me some suggestions.
4: I look in the mirror. I see a 21 year old gorgeous guy with a body of death.
6: It's uh, that's (laughs) that's what I was seeing when I was looking at you also.
4: Oh, really? Mm. You're so nice. of shit, but so nice. (laughs) Meanwhile, let's talk about acting now. What kind of a technique do you pull out of your ass when you're ready to work? I mean, if they want you to play a heavy, how heavy do you go?
6: Well, the work that I do is called need-based acting. And, you know, it's based in truth. And, uh, you know, so uh, if they want me to do a heavy, then, um, you know, basically it's just like anything else. I, I analyze the script. I take it apart. And uh, I do the work that needs to be done.
4: I think you need minimal work if you're playing a heavy, because you have such a strong face that you could probably scare the hell out of people as a mafia head, as anybody that's in control of other people. You have a very strong Romanesque face. Like when that. you're not smiling, dude, you look like you could kill somebody. No, he looks. <laughs> he looks, no, he looks I'm really a sweet guy. No, if you go to Italy and see the statues that they have in Italy of all the heads of this, the, the forum people, they all have your look. You look Italian. You have a very, very strong-looking face. So I would cast you always as the strong uh, lead, the guy that... Uh, and I think minimal amount of work from you. Just just one look. Give us a look. He's giving you one already. The boss. The yeah, boss. One, one, one look of disapproval does uh, hours of dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> no, and now it's really good because you have to be able to... I like that, by the way. Years ago, in the 40s, they were taught to give looks. Okay? Today, they don't do that. In the 40s, they overspoke each other, which made it real. Today, they don't do that. Mm-hmm. Stan, Stan Zimmerman is the only one that does overlay voice in any productions that he does. And also, Stan Zimmerman, who wrote for the Golden Girls was a big fan of the expressions those women made with each joke they did. That's how it's done. Today, they're flat. They do a joke and they stand there with a dead face. No. Bob Hope used to laugh. Jack Benny used to laugh. Don't you remember how the Red Skeleton? He's not old enough to remember that. that, Yeah,
6: that's a little bit before my time.
4: But wait a second. Don't you know history of film? Come on, you have to know history of film. Anybody in the business. Well, like we saw, we went to see The Wife the other day wonderful
2: it's a fabulous movie and like glenn close is so good when she's not talking it's all like
4: looks you got like all her, the expressions her, in her uh, face her eyes did the whole script <clears throat> she was amazing
6: well it's also because the choices she makes makes her so alive and uh, you know i i think acting is you know lee strasberg used to say um you know it, it's not there's no great actors there's only actors who make great choices and I, I think that that's, uh, you know, that's what we all have to do. If you've done your homework, eh, then the rest falls into place.
4: What a good, that was a cool thing to say. You know, but you said. I, I, that I know. I, I know of that from years ago. That was a technique. If you studied with uh, Lee Strasberg, that was one of Lee's feelings were. Uh, he always believed in less is better. And, you know, one, one gaze can do more than... A, a dialogue. So I believe in that. Are you a method actor, or do you believe I, in method? I am act- a method
6: actor, but I, I think everybody is more or less a method actor. Today,
4: today you have to be. Yeah. Yeah, and
6: and I, stu- I you know I was lucky enough that I, I studied with Lee the last three years of his life. Okay. So, uh, you know, and uh, and I studied with Uta Hagen, and
4: uh, you know I took. Ruta Hagen. The- oh my God, Ruta Uta Hagen! I haven't heard that in a long time. Uta. 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 I know. No, I have a sore throat. <laughs> so now it's, no seriously my throat is starting to sound like now ours th- when it's Uta. I said Oh, I, I said, thought maybe I you were it. thinking Ruda Lee. No, no no. <laughs> Ruta Lee is my friend. Ruda Uta Ruda Uta. Uta came out Ruda, but it's Uta. Uta Lee. That's right. Uta Hagen. Wonderful. Uta Hagen. You got me confused. I know Ruder Hagen. Uda. Uda! But it sounds Uda. like Ruter. Uda.
2: You I'm said Ruder like 10 no, times. I'm from,
4: Brooklyn. <laughs> I'm from Brooklyn. I'm from Brooklyn. and that's how we it. So wait, where are you from? I Originally from New Jersey. Jersey. I
6: uh, spent most Jaisy. of my uh, adult life in New York City.
4: Sure, me too. I'm a New Yorker, babe. You can hear that. And we just I, moved here I, in February.
6: I, I, taught, I, I taught acting in New York for a long time, and, and uh, basically made my living as an actor in New York for a long time.
4: Where did you teach?
6: Uh, I taught at Strasburg. I taught at The Real Stage. I taught at um, I, I, the, uh, John Strasbourg's, uh, you know, and I taught at Black Nexus.
4: Okay, so those are pretty good credits. Yeah, he's got
2: great credits. Well, yeah. Look at who he worked with. Fucking, I love Anna Packman. I love all the people that you've yeah, actually worked
4: Yeah, but he worked, worked with Alex
2: Baldwin. Oh, Ron doesn't like Alex Baldwin.
4: Like, <laughs> Alex, Alex, Alex. Today, I'm not working anyway. I give a shit about <laughs> him. I'm deliberately pronouncing his ra- name incorrectly. I understand for many people that he's a homophobe and he says horrible things about gay people. And I think that's. Well, you don't have to understand it. He did it publicly. I, I don't that's true at all,
6: but you know, uh, you know, he, he he is he's a very sensitive and 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 very deep-thinking individual.
4: Yeah, I wonder what his sexual background was on Long Island at Exit 54. <laughs> Yeah. which is called Pickle Park. Anyway, let's leave it alone. Yes. <laughs> anyway, so let's talk
2: Pickle Park. That's like where everybody went
4: to get Long up. Island Expressway, exit 54. All the married men would go there for a little gay action. I didn't know that. Well, now you know that. So <laughs> does the, And so does the rest of the world. <laughs> So Alec Baldwin was from Long Island. You know, some people that are homophobes usually have a problem. So let's go,
2: though. So, so OK, so you have all these like great, great people you've actually coached in acting. And, but then you've also got a lot of great credits on your own. You're in Nation's Fire, which is the movie we can't wait to see. Churchill's next film starring Bruce Dern and and Lorraine Landon and a whole bunch of great people. Yeah, I'm and really got-
6: excited about that. You know, working with Thomas Churchill was fantastic. Thomas is a, a real actor's director and, and a great guy. So uh, I, I had a blast doing that movie, and real, I'm really looking forward to it.
4: He wanted me to star in that film, but we couldn't do contract. I wanted five, <laughs> no, I don't laugh. I wanted five thousand a day. I don't shoot until ten till five. I want an hour massage in the morning, my own trailer on the set, and uh, you know. And at the end, I wanted like fifty percent. He didn't agree to <laughs> me. which,
6: I, and he wouldn't give you that.
4: No, that cheap son of a bitch, right? I don't understand. Imagine. I don't understand
6: Churchill, that at all. Churchill,
4: you're cheap. That's why your movie's going to be a flop without me. <laughs> oh,
6: bite your tongue. Bite your
4: tongue. Uh, it's going to be a hit cuz all the Churchill's stuff works. You know he wins awards, Churchill. Well, he's because he's,
6: he's you know, he's a great writer and also a wonderful director.
4: <clears throat> and a dear friend, we like the guy a lot. Absolutely. So, so lately Jimmy, wait, wait. Jimmy knows him forever.
2: Yeah, I've known him for a very long time. And um, so, like, because you've been in different shows, though, that we've had people on the show. And I always like to bring that up. So it's like our six degrees of separation. But you did an episode of Shameless. We had Laura Wiggins on the show, who's now on. Um, now she's on that. Well, the guy said got canceled. It was, our, it was our favorite show, Good Behavior. Did you ever see Good Behavior? I have not. It's like one of the greatest uh, shows ever with the girl from Downton Abbey. Uh, and um, anyway, Laura Wiggins is she's on wait, that is show that, also. Is good
4: behavior coming back?
2: No, I don't think so. Uh, and you should a, watch it though; it's on TNT. You would love it. What
4: a mistake! They're so stupid. The people. That and then you are in a games.
2: movie called Lake Effects, and we had Scotty Thompson on, and I love Scotty Thompson. She's I love like, Scotty
6: Thompson also, and, and my scenes were with Scotty, so
2: um she she's really wonderful wonderful actress so fabulous she, she was a. I, I actually met her through randall Battenkoff because she was in one of the movie that he directed and wrote called like 21 or something it was a great movie and she was in that and, and we loved her we had such a good time with her um and then you did a movie sim one with al pacino Catherine Keener, winona ryder and evan rachel wood and I met Catherine Keener at a Barnes and Noble, and she was mm-hmm. so nice. It wasn't even. I was like, "Oh my god!" Like she's such a superstar, and like she was just talking to me like no big deal, and and it was. Yeah, really I, cool.
6: I think I was the funniest thing in that movie, but that's just me.
2: That's okay, and but year, but at least you yeah, get good credits though to be in credits with all those years people. Ago, yeah.
4: Years ago, I was at a party and Winona whizzed in and whizzed out, and I was taken back by her. She's so gorgeous. And what she's gorgeous mean, but this was years ago when she was young and you know what I said to myself because Jane what Russell, did you say to yourself? Jane Russell was my best friend for years the legend Jane Russell and I said if ever they do the Jane Russell story they've got to get Winona Ryder she looked so much like Jane Russell in person it was mm-hmm. scary she could she could she had to be taller but she could play Jane in a minute I, I, don't, think,
6: I don't think people know how talented uh, you know, Winona is. And oh,
4: she's the best. She's wonderful it?
6: actress.
2: Please, she's well, the she's, best. I mean, she's sitting on top again now, though. Um, so I think that she's going to have a lot of opportunities. You can't keep I good hope down. So.
6: She deserves it. I mean, you know, she is
4: a really talented girl. Absolutely. Wonderful. Would well, you ever see her with, the, with the Angie? Angie, uh, not Void. Oh, and Girls, Girl Interrupted. An- Annie, Angie Jolie. Oh, yeah. Angelina,
2: absolutely. Angelina Jolie. That was a great film. I, I loved Girl Interrupted. So right. you were also in Private Parts, uh, Howard was. Stern's film, Little Voices with Tatum O'Neill, Crispin Glover, Tate Donovan, and John C. McGinley. Those are all, like, great people to be in stuff with. Um, tw- the 24th Day with James Marsden, Sophia Vergara, Scott Speedman, which those are all big names. I mean, you got it, some so really it was like was only 19
6: parts. at the time.
2: Right. I was going to ask you, what's she
4: like?
6: I-, I love Sophia, but she was just a child at the time. And really, the- that movie was a two-hander. It was mostly Scott Speedman and uh, James Marsden. And uh, a little bit of me and Sophia.
4: That's okay. A little bit's Remember, better than none. Remember, there are no small parts. There are only small actors.
6: Lee Shroff, <laughs> used to say that. <laughs> well,
4: <laughs> not only Lee, but I think uh, Norma Desmond said it in uh, her film. Sunset uh, Boulevard. Sunset Boulevard with, with what's-his-face.
6: Very nice.
2: You got to like love it. So, okay, so you do both. Do you have Do you have a preference of which one you do?
6: Well, I, I'm an actor first, and I always will be. Um, I I love to act. And I've been really lucky that I've gotten, you know, to do that in a a lot of places, you know, um, a lot of films, a lot of television shows. But, uh, you know, I mean, I'm I I always liked coaching just because I like actors. I'm really lucky that, uh, you know, I get to work with some of the great actors. And, uh, you know, I I really enjoy coaching also. But but I'm an actor first and I always will be.
4: So, okay, so I have to ask him a question. What did it feel like? the first day you set foot on your first set for your first movie?
6: I think it was a little intimidating. Um, You know, I I had been in acting school for a while and I had studied with some great, great acting teachers, so I I felt like I was prepared. But, uh, you know, it was always intimidating. And, you know, um, I I always say, you know, working opposite somebody like, uh, you know, Al Pacino or working opposite somebody like Dennis Quaid, Sean Connery, you know, I mean, those are intimidating things. But when you've been studying with Lee Strasberg or you, you can't be more intimidated than you are in acting class. So everything else is, uh, you know, is, is just syrup on the pancakes.
4: Do you believe if the star that you're talking about, let's take Sean Connery, if he's a generous actor, it makes your role easier?
6: Oh, absolutely. But, I, I, you know, I, I've been very fortunate. I don't think I've ever met an actor who wasn't generous. I've always met actors who want to be, uh, you know, they, they want to be pushed. They they, they want to be, um, you know, a little bit more interesting than they are. So, uh, you know, I, I've been really lucky. You know, uh, it, different actors work in different ways. With Sean Connery, you knew that you had to do everything in three takes, and that was it. You know, with Al Pacino, you knew you had, like, 25 takes to do everything. So, you know, it, it's just different ways, different methods. But, uh, you know, it's always great.
2: Is, is, is Rob Brown really cool?
6: Uh, yeah, I've been coaching Rob since he's 15. I think and, uh, that he
2: is so great.
6: Uh, he's fantastic. And, you know, fi- I love Finding Forrester. Uh, you know, we did, we did a, a lot of great work on Finding Forrester. And, uh, you know, I was really happy uh, to be on set. And I love working with Gus Van Zandt. But Rob was 15 when we started Finding Forrester. And now he's on uh, the blind spot. And, and, you know, he's in his 30s. And he's just a, he's a really good kid.
2: Finding Forrester. If anybody, of you guys have never seen it, you have to see. it, Especially, like if you like movies that have to do with, like I don't know, because it has Sean Connery. Anyway, it's a great movie. I don't want to like spoil it. Everybody okay. needs to see it.
4: It's got such a great story. One more question. Okay. Go ahead. My daughter, my daughter Deirdre is an actress, and I she goes and she goes to acting classes. And I said, Deirdre, don't. Either you've got it in you or you don't. You But You're
6: absolutely wrong.
4: No, no, I, I was going to get an argument from you. When you are a natural born, such as Angela Lansbury, and the list goes on and on, Betty Davis, uh, Joan Crawford, all the great legends, Jane Russell, these people never had one day of acting lessons. Yeah, uh, but they course. had But they had what was called star quality. And that showed in film. Clark Abel, Cary Grant, none of them went to school to learn to be actors. I feel, that, I feel that the ones that succeed with you as a coach are the ones that have the gift within. I mean, you can get a piece of cardboard and talk to it for hours. It's never going to do what you want. Do you agree with that?
6: No. I, I think you're absolutely wrong. And uh, and I'll tell you why. I'm, I, I could make a great actor, uh, an Oscar-winning actor, which I've done, and I, I could make a good actor great, and, and I could make a bad actor good. Uh, you know, it, it's, a, it's a matter of choices, and it's a matter of, you know, each actor, you know, who's willing to find... You know, uh, you know th- their depth, and uh, I-, I think you, when you look at actors like Clark Gable, I mean th- those ha- those guys, uh, you know, they they were all movie stars. They were not actors. Uh, when you see actors like James Dean, and you see actors, you know, like Marlon Brando, you realize that.
4: Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. You're talking now about screamers, criers, and baby boys that act neurotic and insane. Back in those days, they didn't do that because people didn't behave that way. It was called inappropriate. Clark Abel was a fabulous actor. So was Tyrone Power. They all were good actors because if you look at their technique and their style, they were real. Even though they were beautiful stars, they were real um joan Clark and, and was, i think they all could have been better and, and i, I and wait 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 hang, hang on interview. hang on make 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 them better by screaming acting neurotic cursing being trashy no no like, About to, being
6: truthful you know certainly no there's never been an actor that's better than marlon brando and it's not because he screams or he's trashy or whatever you say uh it's because that nobody's ever reached that amount of truth uh you know uh, not Clark Gable, not 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 Cary Grant. Uh, nobody's ever reached that that depth and that amount of truth before. So when you're talking about great actors, you know, you're talking about, uh, you know, people who are, uh, you know, willing to be honest and willing to be open. It, it has nothing to do with screaming. Uh, it, it only has to, to to do with, you know, sharing and, and, and sharing what, what's really within, you know, inside you. And and I don't think that I don't think, you know, the movie stars that you're talking about, like Clark Gable. And I don't think they ever really, truly shared what was inside them.
4: But they are legends and they will live on forever. Now, sure, James, because
6: because they did what they did at the time that they did it.
4: Well, the same thing goes for the now same thing right now. Well, Al Pacino and Brando, they're the same people of the 60s generation. I remember when James Dean <clears throat> came out in Rebel Without a Cause and how shocked we were to see him cry and scream and yell "Ma!" and do all of that. Or Marlon Brando yelling Stella and ripping his shirt. When I was young, that was so like. Oh, my God, this is like shocking. Nobody behaves this way. Look, they're putting it on film. Just like when Gable said in Gone with the Wind, I don't give a damn. Oh, my God, he said, damn. So they really didn't have to work with what the actors have to work with today. That sort of freedom and that sort of reality. So I agree with you on that part. But don't you think that, see, during the Depression, people were poor. So they made all these silly comedies, these these Carol Lombard, silly, spoofy movies with rich people, you know, gowns and things. And people went to the movies to forget their troubles. Today, I think movies have become so realistic and the subject matter is so sad and down and dark that people go to the films and they don't walk out being uh, happy like you did with My Fair Lady or if you did with, uh, and- with what's the name in uh, Sound of Music. You're,
6: re- you're, you're really reaching back
4: you know what i mean well that's where i'm from i'm 78 years old i have a history of film i mean i'm in the business 58 years my first movie was with tab hunter and sophia loren i was lucky enough to be with them in my first wait a second go go back uh, because okay so so i know know the history of film i've lived through it most of these legends have been my friend and i interviewed them so i know what they're from uh i think what he's saying is correct they wouldn't be legends now wait a second i don't think they would either Oh, Cary Grant would be a legend. He would be no, great looking. He'd be looking, a but pretty
6: face, you know.
4: No, he, no, he, no uh, Cary. Gr- no, 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 no. No, Cary, Cary Grant a had a personality. Faces out there.
2: No, Cary- wait, Who are you? Th- wait, wait. Who do you think are like like right now? If you were to go right now and and pick, like, who do you think are some of the best you know actors out there right now?
6: Uh, you know, I, I think Johnny Depp. I think uh, Eddie Redmayne um you know i think robert downey jr uh you know those are guys who are really you know doing the work and, and guys that you believe on screen
4: yeah they're good those but are all how good about picks. directors don't you think it's directors that make these actors what they are today if the no director- no As a matter of fact I, I think
6: it's just the opposite and, you know I, I, I i'd say for every 10 directors i've worked with maybe one has really been good
4: that's sad
6: <laughs> I mean, you know, listen, and I, I've worked with some of the the biggest, uh, most famous directors in the business, but I think most directors, uh, you know, let the actors create what they want to create. And, uh, you know, so it really falls into the actor's lap and sometimes the acting coach.
4: What, what do you uh, think of Steven Spielberg? I,
6: I, I Well, I think he's a little manipulative, but I, I think he's fantastic. I, I have no problem with Steven Spielberg.
4: Well, what do you think of him as a talent?
6: I, I, I think sometimes... You know, I really enjoy the, sometimes the stuff that, that he puts out there. I, sometimes I think he tries to manipulate us as an audience.
2: What did you think of Ready Player One? I loved it. Okay, me too.
6: <laughs> now, what do you, now, here's, here's a... Here's, I thought it was great. And by the way, I thought the acting in Ready Player One was really Yeah, it was really
4: good. Now, here's a loaded question. It's dynamite. You don't even have to answer it. What do you think of diversity in film now with Asians, blacks, gays, lesbians being in film and most of all most of all old people ages
6: well you know I'm excited about it but you know obviously it takes some work away from myself but uh, I think the pendulum swings and I I think that uh, you know I I love the fact that there's more diversity because uh, there's more diversity in the world
4: Right. But now it seems to be realism. I mean, I know some people that are casting gay people in gay parts. Only gay people, straight people need not apply. It's only a gay actor playing a gay person. They want that realism because they feel the if, that. they feel if a straight person acts gay, it comes off kind of making fun of rather than acting out. Like uh, a caricature exactly of what the person is same thing with ethnic years ago the jewish woman darling i'm dying already i am fainting i'm like fran
2: drescher in the vini that
4: that was so stereotypical today they're finding actresses that really speak that way probably from ocean parkway brooklyn (laughs)
6: yeah but you know i mean listen fran is if you've met fran you know that she's really like that
4: i interviewed her what are you talking about she came on our show in a bathrobe with wet hair. She didn't know we were a TV show. She thought it was radio. <laughs> so there <laughs> she is sitting in a bathrobe and with wet That's exactly
6: hair. what I'm talking about. And, and you know Renee Taylor, who played her mom.
4: Oh, uh, I know played, Renee played well.
6: She mom in a movie. And, and Renee's just like that also.
4: I love. Now, what
2: movie did she play your mom in?
6: Uh, it's called um, oh, She's Happy. It, it was a... Uh, a sh- Got a feature that really never went anywhere. A lot of, a lot of festivals, more or less. But, but I had a blast, and we, we did a lot of, uh, you know, all our scenes were together, so I, I had a great time with
4: Renee. Renee Taylor is fabulous, but her husband Joe was a saint. Loved Joe, her both, fantastic the both of them. Joe Bologna was wonderful man. But uh, Lainey Kazan, I just interviewed her yesterday. And Lainey's a dear friend of mine for 23 years, and she's another one that played Anne Frieda on the nanny and she was like from brooklyn darling we love the nanny we had charles Shaughnessy and we've had everybody from the nanny on the show (laughs) and
6: and you know you know that laney and and renee grew up together i mean you know they were both at the actor's studio together
4: that's right Lane, Laney, it. Laney came from a little. We just got the. We just did the interview yesterday. In fact, it's for a Celebrity Cafe that I write for, and I know Laney twenty three years. So it was an easy uh, interview because I knew everything about her and I knew where to go and how delicate. Like the Frank Sinatra three months of dating, you know, we had to go <laughs> delicately there. Um, and and a few other places, like when Paul Savino said Laney Kazan had the best tits he ever felt, or whatever. We couldn't <laughs> go there. We had to not you know not do that. Yeah, we had Paul on the show, and he used to. Paul date her. was outrageous. Paul, I I, I, I did
6: Paul. a television show with uh, Mira Savino, and uh, well, you know I love that, her. it was Mira's first work.
4: Well, Paul is oh, a I riot. Paul doesn't give a shit. He says exactly what he wants. He couldn't care less. So um, let's change because we've only got we That's got four Paul. and a half minutes left to go. So let's now, say.
2: As an as an actor, you know, if you could have been in any in any film ever in history, what film would have you would like to be in? And who's the one person who you would like to a male and a female that you would really like to act the opposite that you well, haven't I'll already?
6: You, my 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 I think my favorite film or my favorite part of all time uh, would have been to do Marty. And I'd still like to do Marty at some point. And I think, you know, um, Ernest Borgnine won an Academy Award for it. Lee J. Cobb won an Emmy for it. And I'd love to do the remake at some point. Um, If I could work opposite any actor, you know, it it probably would have been Brando. Uh, You know, obviously that isn't going to happen anymore. But I've been really lucky, you know, because I've got to work with Sean Connery. I've got to work with Al Pacino. So, you know, I've worked with some of the legends and I've worked with the people that I, you know, I've always wanted to work with. But uh, if I could have done anything, I would have worked with Brando and I would have worked with Cagney. I, I met Cagney once and he was an incredible guy.
4: Well, Cagney Cagney was a caricature of himself because only uh, people, at the end. Right. Because people that knew him, like Doris Day, who I know, said he was nothing off screen like he was on screen. Yeah, it's was funny because
6: a- I <clears throat> said to Cagney once, I said, um, you know, did you ever study with anybody? And he said, Barry, I, I just got up and did it. And uh, right. you know, Cagney was a was a huge personality and just one of one of the sweetest men I ever met.
4: That's what I was trying to say before. Some people got it and make it pay. Some people can't even give it away. And, yeah, that's and I, again,
6: I, I really don't agree with you. Well, but I, I do believe that everybody could be better than they are. That, I think that's better, true. Better,
4: yes. Better, yes. Improvement, definitely. But not the quality of Listen, I know Angie Lena Jolie since a child. She grew mm-hmm. up in my house. That's John's daughter. My daughter Deirdre and her went to school. Angie, I know as a kid, I used to ask Angie, when you grow up, do you want to be an actress? She said, I think so. Angie is the most introverted, quiet little kid in the world, grew up into a lovely woman. She had the talent. I mean, she was an actress from eight years old, nine years old.
6: Yeah but yeah. Angel Angelina you know studied a lot i mean you know it's not like you know it just came naturally to her and never did Yeah
4: but if you ask her about the studying she said she fought with everybody because she did it her way
6: That that's just the nature of the business uh, you know James is a friend of mine her brother and uh How's you know, he doing?
4: How's he's doing he doing? Great. James, haven't haven't seen him in years. He used to come to our house and play. Also, he used to wear white. Face. Hang on, you got two minutes. He was so. goth. He used to be goth looking when he was a kid. He was strange. You know,
2: you guys aren't really saying a whole lot of different because he's saying he can make a bad actor good, a great actor, gr- Academy Award winning, and you're saying, yeah, you can make him good, but you're just what you're saying is you're not going to turn a bad actor who doesn't have it into an Academy Award winner. So no, no, some people just can't act. I mean, let's no, face but I, it,
6: no, but I can make them. I can make a bad actor a working actor. Do you and, do like? And I've seen it, and I've done it.
2: Do you teach like do you teach on the side, like do private lessons because people are asking in the chat room?
6: I do. I I do. And I could be contacted at be at AOL dot com. There Um, you go. I also teach one class a week on Monday nights, uh, you know, which uh, I have a blast doing just because I love actors. But, uh, you know, I do a lot of private coaching and um, my class is, uh, is just a group of really talented people who are really passionate about what they do.
2: I love it. So, everybody, follow Barry at B Papic on Twitter, P-A-P-I-C-K. Look for him in Nation's Fire next year. And, and they can for-
6: check out my website at barrypapik.com, and they can contact me at barrypapik at AOL.com.
4: There you go. you got to
2: like love it. Good. Barry,
4: thank you anyway, so much. Anyway, Barry, it was an exciting interview. I don't do kiss-ass interviews. I love your rebuttal. I love your opinions, and I love everything about you. And if I wanted an acting instructor i certainly would choose you but ex- i'm academy award you know 10 academy award win yeah, right. I, I, <laughs> well,
6: can i say i'm looking forward to working with you on thomas churchill's movies
4: well hey. I, I i'll be starring you'll have to no
6: no no I, I, i'm always good for a great supporting role i am No, no brother.
4: no i will I, don't I, either. I instruct them to say the extras cannot speak to me so you will not speak uh. to He's going to be in you. In my life, but
6: I promise I'll, I'll only say hello, and then
4: I'll anyway, i I can't wait to share a sandwich with you on the set. Take care, Barry. You're the greatest. I loved your interview. It was exciting. It was good. It was it was stimulating. Usually they're boring fucking things, but yours was really good. <laughs> Thanks, and Barry. So fun. please, when you see Angie's brother, oh, he won't know me as Ron Russell. That's Ron Sarego. Yeah, you'll have to say Deirdre's dad. Okay. (laughs) Just say Deirdre's dad. said, hey, how are you? There you go. I'll tell James you said hello. Okay, Barry, thank you. thank you so much. Bye, Have a bye. good one. Thank you, thanks, guys.
6: Barry. This was so much fun. Bye-bye. All, righty- see you. Yeah. all right, Bye-bye. everybody.
2: Thanks so much for tuning in. Next week, we got Jan Birch coming on. We want to thank everybody in the chat room. And Churchill, thank you. You're a rock star, dude. Everybody follow at Thomas Churchill on Twitter. And uh, we had a great time with your guests, and we'll see everybody next week. Have a great weekend. Bye.
5: Bye.